Hello, Expression Radio audience. We are having another mashup on Family Stories this uh, episode with Conversations with Carolyn. Yay! So we've got us all in the house. Uh, Ronnie's with me and uh, Carolyn. And uh, if you followed Expression Radio at all, you have put probably two and two together. But for those that are tuning in, Carolyn is my aunt. You started to say Care Bear, didn't you? I did start to say Care Bear. <laughs> we should just keep it keep it how we yes how uh, we roll how we roll. So uh, Carolyn is my dad's sister who has been not only on our show, but also on your show, right? Haven't you had Dad on? No, not yet. Oh, but you've got plans. Yeah. Siblings? You definitely should if you haven't. I've wanted to get siblings. Martha's been on. But (laughs) I've told him I want him on, and he's just so busy doing your alls that there's no time for mine. (laughs) We joke and say he and... Ryan Leger and Bridget are friends of the show because yeah. they've been yes. on so much. I know of three episodes he's done. Yeah. Maybe more, but I can recall three. And you are the baby sister yes. of the family. Yeah. And uh, you and Martha both share many matriarchal uh, roles, but you are that glue. You are, I've heard a lot like my grandmother and just your home is kind of the now that glue is not the traditional baby posture for right. a family right? right so that's really cool yeah yeah i think uh for us getting married martha was married but for a short time having kids living in a home that was bigger that kind of helped create a place for the synergy of the family but it's just always who i am martha's quieter and it's hard for her when we're all around to get a word in edgewise and i'm just going to take the word edgewise you know <laughs> martha's quiet it's like i think she was adopted because the rest of us are really loud yeah i've had the great opportunity recently to spend way more time with martha yes uh, through the ministry school yes. and uh there is just so much cooking uh-huh. always inside Side of her, yes, uh, and uh, you can just see that you know that if you just unpop the court there, that it's going to flow, and, it's, uh, and it does. And when it does, it's always so meaningful and thought through, and yes. all that kind of thing. She packing. stores it up, don't she? Yes, she's packing <laughs> a lot, and she just kind of kudos to her and kudos to you. She said she learned a whole new respect and a greater love for you through Aww. that sh- class. And she expresses that, and she, you know, there's others too that she locked in with and expresses that's who she is. Yes, yes. Uh, Just uh, rubs and hugs, and uh, it's really neat. People think the quieter ones are, um, I don't know, sometimes not as expressive, but she's really even more expressive just differently. Yes. You know, I'm going to. She just lets it cook first and Uh then releases it. I can talk as a quiet person. Yeah. Yeah. I've got lots cooking here. I just may not always say it. As you all are talking, I am thinking about Rowan, just our middle son who is just one of the loves of my life. Uh I just love that kid. He is um, so awesome, but he's quieter. But. With me, I get I rely on him so much. Mm-hmm. He's more Ronnie like for me. So and what he, is he? He's he thoughtful. compliments. He's thoughtful. Uh-huh. He, uh, he gets in, and I don't have to. He tells me about his day. He tells yeah. me about his practice. Aww. But it's that one on one, not in like uh, big the big group, group yes. setting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So 
Well, we're approaching the holidays, and here recently, we have lost some young people that are, you know, lost them too soon is how I feel about right. it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I wasn't even going to name their names, but I just feel in my heart, no, name their names. Mm-hmm. But we lost Will Lockwood recently. We've lost um, Ronnie's cousin, Tammy Stewart, mm-hmm. and um, Josh Chen. And these are, uh, Tammy was 50, Bill was 31 or 32, 32. Josh 37, I think, yeah. 36. Yes. So these are people under 50. Yeah. And it's just been hard hits, and they weren't people that out, that were in our lives every day. Mm-hmm. But um, just the thought of the, them and their life, but then also their family that's living and that is gr- and grieving mm-hmm. and just going through and having what like their life turned upside down mm-hmm. all their patterns of life mm-hmm. and uh the things that they depend on daily mm-hmm. uh shift and uh in ways that are in- irrecognizable yes right? Right. yeah katie um, collins mom yes. granted she's over 40 and you were making a point there but right Katie Collins' mom, Rodney May's wife. Right. Just, you know, so they've just had their first Thanksgiving without their mom. And then here we are uh, with Christmas approaching. And so. Which um, Katie's mom, by the way, I just feel like is Thanksgiving. Yes. From what I've heard, I agree with that. She's just 100% that. So I could just imagine how tough that must have been. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, it got us all kind of in a conversation. Um, recently and so then we were just like well let's just bring it to the radio and let's you know if we can be a help or if we can uh, process this kind of together then I think that's our goal for this conversation yes absolutely we we're just taking the implicit and making it explicit we are processing out loud something that a lot of people carry and grief is so hard because we don't talk about loss so I am grateful that we've made this platform Mm -hmm. to talk about loss you know funerals and being present with people at a time like this is so awkward because we don't grow up talking about loss so when we lose a family member or a friend we don't know what to say and we feel Mm -hmm. awkward and say feel like we say the wrong things Mm -hmm. and Um, So it's good to talk about it. I know for me, after JC passed away, which has been six years now, I'm a therapist, but whether I was a therapist or not, I'm a processor. I like to talk out loud and process. You externally process life. Yeah. Rich is the thinker, you know. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we butt heads because he has to think a a lot of times before he responds. And if you're looking for an immediate (laughs) response, that can be difficult. (laughs) Are you laughing because you're relating? (laughs) I am laughing because I am rich. Yes. Well, it's and you are you. Me. Mm -hmm. When yeah. it comes to processing, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I yeah, bet. I don't think I've met anybody, any woman in your family or extended family that does not process externally as a rule. Mm-hmm. Is well, that except right? For maybe Martha. except for Martha, that we, yeah. <laughs> where we were just talking about her, yes. but yeah, yeah, we uh-huh. are we're out with it. Yeah, which is healthy. It's really good. I just told right. Ronnie that yeah. I was like, I am not harboring or carrying yes. anything. Yeah, it is. It's like sometimes it's I would there. say, "Won't you harbor that?" <laughs> Don't you carry that, you, right? Just, just carry that for a little bit. 
<laughs> but no, it's no. all released in a very healthy yes, way. Yes. <laughs> oh, I felt that one. <laughs> it's just so true. I am just like, yeah. yep, there I am. I'm just grateful Rich isn't here to chime in on this as well. But I think you're speaking his heart. Uh, but it, I begged him and Sean after Justin passed, which that was um, mid-September. So we had a couple months before we experienced Thanksgiving and Christmas. Mm. Well, I remember his birthday is in October. It is. Mm. And I just remember like, okay, if we're celebrating anything this year or we've ever celebrated his birthday, we are making sure you felt that felt our love that day Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i did yeah yeah uh talking though about talking about this i i asked rich and sean both please talk about him Mm. with me talk about how you feel when you're having a rough day wow yeah because we have a tendency to hold it sometimes from loved ones because well if i'm having a bad day and i bring this to rich or sean i don't want to cause them to have have a bad day when they're not yeah it's like Mm -hmm. we have to dispel that Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it's just always good and and we have uh i brought with me this Bill of Rights, this Grievers Bill of Rights. Oh, wow. And it is just so good to be able to acknowledge when you're having a hard time. Or some people will feel guilt over Christmas, especially the ones that have had a recent loss. They may feel guilty at Christmas time if they find themselves enjoying mm-hmm. the holiday. It's like, oh, I can't be having mm-hmm. fun. Right yeah, now. I remember Loretta Covington shared that yes. thought, and I hadn't thought about that before, but that when you're laughing for the first time and you're like, I'm not supposed to be laughing, yes. but just that permission yes. to uh, feel that. And I just heard this interview with the guy who had recently it was an actor who had recently lost like four people within a year mm. and uh, they were just asking him you know how you got through it and all and one of the things that he said was uh, allowing myself to laugh and to tell stories and be with laugh with the people close to me yes and i told ronnie what he didn't know he was saying probably was that laughter is a medicine yes uh you know that the bible talks about and that's what I think that people don't, we don't always see laughter as that. Yes. But in moments, especially of grief or just being down when you can, that's why kids can bring so much joy mm-hmm. because you're laughing at them even in the middle of a time of chaos or depression since, or whatever. Since we're naming a few names, I just want to bring up Gene Mays is oh, just yes. so good yeah. at this. Yes. Um, you know, because he's obviously been through yes. some really Michelle tough things and and uh you know i've just been with him in in moments where you know he just lets because he's a constant jokester yes he a is a constant poker yeah and all those kind of things uh and uh just I, I can see the way that laughing is a is a core uh way to just lift up a minute and catch a breath yes from the stuff that you're trying to seriously process and yes all that. yes Yes, it is. And sometimes, especially in raw grief, when you do sometimes find yourself laughing, it could turn to tears just mm. right now, you mm. know. Cause because it's a release, yeah. It is, and all of our feelings are housed in the same part of our brain. You know, the amygdala holds laughter, sadness, everything, uh, regardless of how polar opposite they are, is housed in the same area. Mm. 
of our brain but a release is good you know having a great support system is good um, and doing things this bill of rights says give yourself permission basically to do things differently around the holidays if you mm. had a meal at a certain time of day and you wanted to have it at a different time of day do so if yeah. you feel like laughing laugh if you feel like crying cry but basically give yourself permission to to be true to whatever it is you're feeling i i think that uh and you know i'll let you unpack it maybe in the next segment or whatever but uh, i just think it's so great uh because where your emotions would just be you wouldn't know well what we're talking about is i don't know what to feel mm-hmm. what's okay to feel mm-hmm. uh what what if i if i allow myself to feel that will it take me too far mm-hmm. you know all that uh kind of thing so it is so neat mm-hmm. uh to hear just like an anchor here of like, these are my bill of rights these are um you know my permissions mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people rights. will say, I don't want to cry because I'm afraid if I get started, I won't Never be stop. able to stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's got to be okay. Mm-hmm. I think being true to however you feel has got to be just totally accepted and okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, you know, I also hear, because, you know, you're talking about, like, family member to family member, just saying, hey, let's process with me, talk with me, all mm-hmm. that. Um, but also, you know, those of us that – are hurting with you or hurting for you and and all those kind of things like uh i I would love to hear you know a vantage point of like is it okay if we come and talk to you is it okay what permissions do we have and what's what's good to talk about and what's good to avoid and something i thought was uh kind of uh cooler just meant something to me recently like i had mentioned we um lost josh chin and his mom had made a post that said, please, and in the bottom of her post, it was like, please come and share your stories with us. Please tell us stories of Josh. Please. Yes. Where so many people, especially, you know, days after uh, the loss, are even mindful enough to say that. And then, so then when you're wanting to pay your respects, you're like, oh, do I share that? Do I not share that story with them? But I just thought it was a cool thing uh, that she just went ahead and gave that permission. And that's something maybe for her, you know, everybody's different, but that that helps, mm-hmm. you know. And I also think I had this memory. Um, Ronnie's mom, Barb, lost her dad um, probably, I don't know, how long it's been several now years ago now yeah several you know six five years ago now i'm not sure but um well balen's eight so mm-hmm. 10 years ago let's say uh, sorry about that it's, wow. time is crazy but um anyway something just recently like within the past year uh her sister and darlene had gotten one of his flannel shirts uh, when they were going up to see if they wanted anything from his home. And so, you know, Barb took some books and Barb didn't even realize that she had gotten some of his shirt, button up flannel shirts. And so then, you know, with it being years later, she was able, uh, she had worked on it and made a pillow out of that shirt and gave it to Barb. And it just meant so much. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's just a cool and thoughtful thing that we can do years later mm-hmm. for people that we know that, like, uh, you know, one of my greatest friends, Amy, lost her dad. And she has just gone through all of the feelings of being, you know, 
not mad at God, but, you know, just asking God the hard questions of why did you take my dad, my hero? And uh, I think he died around the holiday, too, because I was on vacation the week after Christmas when I got a call that she that he had passed. Yes. So. And so I think that uh, it's been important to me to keep her in mind on like Father's Day or just different times like that, that we can be there for her. Yeah. So we are going to take a quick break and then we will be back and we're going to kind of go over these anchors and this grief bill of rights together and uh, help us all get through the holidays together. We hope you are enjoying today's show. We believe that God has given us a voice to impact communities and regions all over the world. If you would like to make sure that voice is heard, please partner with us today by visiting www.expressionradio.org and click donate. You can also text give by texting the dollar amount followed by the word radio to the number 84321. First time text givers, please choose Expression Church of Huntington when prompted. All gifts are tax deductible. Join us as we change the world. We are back with family stories and conversations with Carolyn and Ronnie and Carolyn and I have just been talking about uh, the more difficult part of sometimes the holidays and that as Pastor Kevin refers to it often is that empty chair at the table mm-hmm. you know that person or that loss that loss comes in different forms in different ways uh, but how to kind of navigate through that how to continue on and how to kind of come through the other side and so and talking about how all those uh, feelings there's just like you said we don't process uh, death itself mm-hmm. enough mm-hmm. to where when things happen in our close family, uh, it always catches us off guard. We don't know what we're allowed to feel, mm-hmm. should feel, uh-huh. all those kind of things, which makes it even harder. Mm-hmm. I mean, dealing with the loss itself is one thing, but you know, then you're not even giving yourself permission to uh, to do it your way. Yeah. Uh, so I think, Carolyn, you could help us with that. Well, we have a tendency to walk on the proverbial eggshells around yes. people. Mm-hmm. As we had said earlier, uh, I don't want to bring you down. So I may have a heart for what you're going through or dealing with, but I may not say anything because I don't want to get you in your feels, you know, mm-hmm. um, which you can just simply go and say, hey, I've really had a burden for you or I've really been thinking about Josh or Justin or whomever your cousin is it okay to talk you know you mentioned the empty place at the table if you want to acknowledge that by having a table an empty spot uh, to acknowledge the loved one anything you to dedicate the space. that time yeah. yes it's, I think that's a good everything's got to be a go mm-hmm. it's got to be okay and you know I was just thinking Carolyn you know our family with obviously you know you and dad having the loss of your mom at a young age mm-hmm. you were six right eight, eight. Mm-hmm. dad was uh just about to turn 13 mm-hmm. and then just you know, here just within our marriage time frame, you know, we were engaged when Grandpa died. Mm-hmm. I remember I was so touched because wow. Ronnie, uh, you all insisted on listing Ronnie in the obituary, mm-hmm. and uh, that just touched my heart. But um, and then Tuck, yes. uh, Mindy's mm-hmm. husband, that passed, yes. and then Uncle Paul, yeah. 
and Justin, and it just, it's a lot yeah. of empty chairs at our table. It sure is. You know? Yes. And so, uh, go ahead and share, obviously, uh, personally, but these grief bill of rights that just those that, that are listening might be able to relate to. Um, uh, one of my coworkers used to be a hospice uh, counselor. Hmm. and she has a wealth of information if anybody would need that we might be able to list it at the end of the show but she gave me uh, the grievers holiday bill of rights that we thought we would just kind of quickly share Um, and this bill of rights says you have the right to say time out if you need to take a time out to blow off a little steam or step away from the holidays have a huddle with a loved one and start over. You, It's your right. You can do that. You have the right to tell it like it is. When people ask you how you are, you have the right to tell them how you really feel, not just what you think they want to hear. Mm. Yeah, that's good. You have a right to say bah humbug on some days if you don't feel like being jolly and upbeat all the time. Mm-hmm. It's okay. You have a right to do things differently. There is no law that says you must always do all the holidays the same way. Do 10 cards mail out instead of 100, or no cards at all. Eat pizza instead of turkey if you want to, you know. (laughs) Make your own rules. You have the right to be where you want to be, at home or with relatives, or in the city or state of your choice. You have the right to some fun. When you have a day that isn't so bad and you feel like doing something fun, do it. A lot of people feel guilty if they have fun, especially in the beginning of a person's journey of grief. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid of what someone else will say or think. Laughter is just as important as tears. Yeah. You have a right to change direction midstream. Holiday grief is unpredictable. You may already be, you may already go somewhere or do something and suddenly be overwhelmed. When that happens, it's okay to change your mind. There's plenty of time in life to be predictable. Exercise your right to change when you need to. You have the right to do things different do things at different times go to church at a different time Uh, open presents at a different time serve your meal at a different time go to bed at a different time don't be a slave to the holiday clock you have the right to rest peace and solitude you don't need to be busy all the time and boy that's something a lot of people do to take care of their emotions not just their grief, but a lot of people, if you're hurting in any way, choose to stay busy to numb out mm-hmm. so they don't have to think about it. Mm. And that's okay for a little bit. For a little bit. Yeah. But if you're avoiding, it's going to hit you at some point. And a lot of times, the more delayed the grief is, the harder it is. Mm. So um, you don't have to be busy all the time. Take a nap whenever you need to. Take time to recharge your spirit. And lastly, you have the right to do it all differently again next year. Just because you change things one year doesn't mean that you have written it in stone. Next year, you can always change it back or do it in yet another new way. 
So grief is individualized. Not everyone goes through grief the same way. It's personal and individual. You know, my husband dealt with grief and deals with grief differently than I do. And sometimes that was awkward. I remember the next year taking a trip to Tennessee, Rich and I went to see some friends in uh, Tennessee and while I had him in the car, I said, can we talk? And he said, of course, honey, we can talk what you want to talk about. I had him as a captive audience for six hours. I said, I want to talk about Justin. And he said, oh, no, because he was afraid I would get sad and stay sad. Mm -hmm. And therefore, our weekend would be sad when Mm -hmm. we were headed to meet several friends in the motorcycle ministry. He's tried to discourage it. And I said, I promise you, you know, once we talk, there were some things about the night that had happened that I needed clarity on. And I said, once we finish talking, I might need half hour to straighten up, but I promise you, I won't let it ruin the weekend. Mm-hmm. But I do need to talk and I need to process. And you're here, you're not distracted by anything. And he granted that, of course. Um, and we had a lovely talk where we both cried. I bawled, but we both cried and discussed it. And there was a few minutes of silence afterwards, you know. Yeah. But after that, it, we literally were able to get on with the weekend and we had a nice time. But I think if anybody needs to talk or to cry and just to say, you know, I, I'm not saying I want to just dive into this pit of sorrow and stay there but right now I'm feeling it I need you to be present and feel this with me Mm -hmm. Um, and people need to be available for that we don't have to worry about what words to say just being present a lot of times you know Jesus wept when I think he went to raise Lazarus Yeah, he met with the sister Mm -hmm. even though he knew Mm-hmm. He was raising Lazarus from the dead. He took the time to weep mm-hmm. with Lazarus's sister. Mm-hmm. Is that presence or mm-hmm. what? It's amazing. So just being available and being present with our friends and loved ones is really the best gift we can give them. We don't have to have words of wisdom. We just be present. So, uh, Carolyn, you, you bring up, uh, something I, I wanted to touch on before we uh, finish up, and that is, um, you know, you're not, uh, you're you're only not only a respected uh, counselor and and just nurturer of the world <laughs> that you are. Um, uh, it's just who you are. Um, long before you were a counselor, people knew you as a nurturer, um, taking care of everyone, uh, and being cognizant of their emotions and all those kind of things. Um, but uh, you're also a, a woman of great faith, mm. um, and you have such an awesome and long journey with the Lord. Mm. Um, yeah, you have a great heritage of faith and, and all those kind of things. So uh, tell us about, um, you know, because these anchors that uh, you laid out are just so helpful, I think, to give people uh, permission and to give people uh, kind of their footing so they can grow from there. Uh, so I know, but I know that that point of growth, you know, beyond the holding it down, mm-hmm. I know that's in the Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so can you point to moments 
that uh, how the Lord dealt with you or you dealt with the Lord? Uh, I know that was, a, I'm sure, an exchange, but can you unpack any uh, ways that the Lord kind of uh, has helped you or uh, lifted you uh, and all those kind of things through this? Oh, that is a lot. That's a loaded I know, I know. question. <laughs> um, I think that it's been a journey. You know, it definitely didn't happen in that first week. The first week for everyone that loses a loved one um, is just one of these things where you go through the motions. You have friends calling. We had a house full the first week nonstop, and I wanted that. Mm-hmm. But after that first week, people got back to their lives, and yeah. they went back to work. And I thought, oh, my God, how can you go back to work? Mm-hmm. No, Justin's gone. You can't go back to work. And Rich went back after a week. It took me about a month to go back. But our work is different. So God is there in that crowded house. He is there in the house that is empty and dark and you don't know what to do with yourself. You don't know where to go. You don't know who to turn to, and everybody has gone back to work. He is always with us, mm-hmm. and we can turn to Him whenever we want. He was there in the laughter. Justin was a huge Pepsi drinker. God was in the Pepsi, and <laughs> that's just a funny story Well, we don't have time for. But you know, when we celebrated His birthday just like two weeks later, maybe 17 days or so later, we celebrated by doing his favorite thing, and that was to eat steak and drink Pepsi, you know? Um, He is in all of those moments, the sad moments, the laughter. Um, He was in Michelle Mays' face. He was in Martha Payton's face, and Dee, and Rich and Sean. He is in our family and friends, and the journey just continues. He's at Pastor Kevin, I have to end with this, and we're running out of time. Pastor Kevin had told us not too long ago, and it's been six years for us, but he had gotten this revelation about the cloud of witnesses that the Bible talks about. That's our loved ones Mm. that have died and gone on, and they're as close to us as you are, Brian, to Mm. me right now. Yes. That was comfort for me. Six years later, now I think as we're talking about Justin and Paul and Josh, they're in this room with us. Mm -hmm. They're a cloud of witnesses. (laughs) We're bringing them up. We're talking about him. Them, that makes them present. And man, God is in that, and we can draw from that. Absolutely. Well, we just want to encourage and the audience, whether you are have experienced loss and maybe it has been 20 years ago maybe it's been recent maybe it's been uh, a pet maybe it's been a divorce different things i just we want to encourage you to just fix your eyes on jesus he is there and uh just know about these rights that you have and we want to wish you just an absolute blessed and merry christmas yes this has been family stories with ronnie and brian and conversations with carolyn We hope you are enjoying today's show. We believe that God has given us a voice to impact communities and regions all over the world. If you would like to make sure that voice is heard, please partner with us today by visiting www.expressionradio.org and click donate. You can also text give by texting the dollar amount followed by the word radio to the number 84321. First time text givers, please choose Expression Church of Huntington when prompted. 
All gifts are tax deductible. Join us as we change the world.